We continue on our, uh, our sermon series about getting ready for visitors, about making space for angels among us, for what it means to, to be a community that's open for, for new people to join and become a life of uh, what we're doing. Our living room set gets more ready each week that we gather here as we get more ready, both mentally and spiritually and physically around us for, for God to um, do something new among us. So as we move into that time of word today, if you just would pray with me and pray for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Let's be in prayer. Holy Spirit, pour out on us, please. Let us hear your word in a way maybe we've never heard it before. Let us see you in a way maybe we've never seen it before. And God, if we could be so bold this morning, change something in us. So that we're just not the same people we were when we walked in this morning. God, be with us in this time that we gather here. In your name, we pray. Amen. You know, it always depended on how she said it, how she called it. When my mom would say my name, it just depended on how she said it. If it was just Jeff, chances are things were okay. If she threw the middle name in, if it was Jeffrey Scott... I'd better come a little quicker. If she used all three names, if it was Jeffrey Scott Nelson, I'd better go find another place to live. (laughs) But I tell you, she's been gone now for almost 15 years, and there isn't anything I wouldn't give to have her call my name. There's just something about having someone call your name call you by name. You know, names, names are so, so important. It's who we are. It's how others know us. There's probably nothing more comforting than maybe you've had this experience, I've had this experience, where you've been in a crowd full of strangers, you're there to meet one person, and you're searching around and you can't find them, and suddenly from the other side of the crowd you hear your name. Somebody says, Jeff, I'm over here. And suddenly your whole demeanor just changes. It only takes one person in a crowd of strangers to know your name and then suddenly you feel like it's all going to be okay. If you never hear anything else I ever say, hear this today. God knows your name. God knows your name. And friends, that's a good thing. God knows who we are. 
as individual people. God knows us. Hear this passage from the book of Isaiah. Jesse's going to pull that up on the screen there for me. One more. There we go. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, this is what God has to say. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. I call you by name and you are mine. Israel is writing, or um, Isaiah is writing to a group of people for whom they had forgotten that truth. He's writing to a group of people who are in a moment of fear and anguish and, and scare. They're in trouble. They've been separated. They've been overtaken by their enemies. They've been onset with struggle and pain and suffering. And not just for a short time. We're talking now going on three generations. The people of Israel not only didn't know that God had forgotten them, they began to believe that there was no God at all. And it's into the midst of that moment where the prophet Isaiah says, No. God still calls you by name. And because God calls you by name, when you go through the waters, through the raging storms of life, you don't go through them alone. When the world around you seems to be shaking and nobody else seems to care, God still knows who you are, when the flames of this world seem to be ready to consume everything important to you, God still knows you and calls you by name. There's probably no more important truth in the spiritual world today than that one. You are infinitely important to God. Because out of the six billion. 818,146,000 people on this earth as of midnight last night. That's what Google said. How many people are here? Out of those almost 7 billion people, if you're like me, there are moments you just feel so small. And I frankly don't feel small very often. (laughs) I'm working on that though. Um, seven billion souls. You ever feel like a face in the crowd? Just one of the numbers that it wouldn't matter if you weren't here. It's into the midst of that that Isaiah says, God knows you as a person, as an individual. God knows you. You're never just a number. To God, you are a name, a name, your name. It means there's nobody else like you in this whole world. That God has fashioned you and created you to be the unique individual that you are. 
that there's just something about your name when God calls it. Thanks again to the wonders of the internet, I discovered last night that there are 1,398 Jeff Nelsons in the United States of America. But because of that scripture today, I'm reminded that there's really only one Jeff Nelson. Do you know that there are um, 394 Claire Millers in the world? There's only one Claire Miller, though. Amen? Right? There's only one Claire Miller. There's 3,041 Kelly Williams. But there's only one Kelly Williams. He's not here today, but I looked this up there. 1,733 Richard Marshalls. But there's only one Richard Marshall. (laughs) Amen? There's only one Richard Marshall. Thank Jesus for that, right? No, I'm kidding. But there's only one. There's only one. It's only one. I don't know how many John Hogackers are, but there's only one. There's only two. Two in the world, but we've got one of them. And it's his birthday today. So make sure you wish John a happy birthday today. Because God knows it was John's birthday today. Because God was there when it was John's birthday Because God knows your name. God is there in those moments when you don't feel like anyone else is. Or that anyone else cares. And in this week, I promise you, God knew the name of Virginia Bastion. God called her by name. Welcomed her home by name. God knows each and every one of us. There's just something about our name and how important it is. I don't know if I ever shared with you the story of how our son Sam got his name. I had been uh, to Ghana three times on mission I had visited an orphanage there three times, the King Jesus Orphanage, the poorest of the poor. There's a guy, who, a Pastor Kofi, who goes out onto the streets and finds the kids that nobody else will take, and he brings them back to the orphanage. It was on my third visit there. They brought a boy in just off of the street. His name... He didn't have a name. He was deaf. So he'd never heard anybody say his name. So we couldn't tell anybody what his name was. So they gave him a name. They named that little orphan boy Casey. Because they knew of my son, Casey. See, I didn't know if you didn't know this, but Casey is not an African name. So there's a little African orphan running around right now with an Irish name. Because there was something about being named that was important. 
There's one other, orf- out of these about 100 orphans who live at this orphanage, there's one orphan. His name was Samuel. Samuel fell in love with Bridget. Or Bridget fell in love with him. I'm not sure who fell in love with who first. And over the three years since we've been going there, Bridget and Sam exchange letters and they exchange notes. And anytime another team goes there to visit, Sam walks out of his little dorm room and with him he carries every single letter, every single picture that my wife has ever sent to him and he lays them out as if they are the greatest treasure that anyone's ever given to him. And then it dawns on me that this, this little orphan who can feel like the whole world has forgotten him knows that one woman a half a world away knows his name and because one woman knows his name that makes all the difference in the world and he will continue to do the struggle that he does because one person knows his name and that one person who knows his name is enough for him. And so when it came time to name our second son, it was easy. We named him Sam. We named him Sam so that we wouldn't forget. There's just something that happens when somebody calls you by your name. You're just no longer a face in the crowd. You're no longer one of seven billion when somebody knows you by your name. You mean something to somebody. It means you haven't been forgotten. One of the most important things that Christianity offers to the world is a name. Because God can seem so distant. God can seem so far away. God can seem so ambiguous and such a mystery. But we as Christians know that that mystery has a name. And that name is Jesus. Christians know that God has a name. That God comes to us as a person, which means we can know God. If you want to know God, then you just need to know Jesus, and Jesus will point you towards God. If you're feeling like you don't know God, or God doesn't know you, call on God's name and listen for God to call your name. We have a whole wall out here of name tags. And sometimes you might wonder why on earth you would stop to put them on every Sunday. Here's why you stop to put them on on Sunday. It's because it's so important that we know your name. It's so important that you know you're not just one of the crowd here. That you're one in a million, one in seven billion people to us. And if somebody new is here and doesn't have a name tag on, well, then you know you got to go introduce yourself to them. And if you have that name tag on, they might say, instead of saying, well, I met this really nice lady last week in the pew in front of me, they say, well, I met Jean in the pew in front of me last week, and if I come next week, I'm going to look for Jean. Oh, the story is 
a bit rehashed around here, but it's always worth telling. It took one person, knowing Lois Johnson's name, to make all the difference. I know, Claire, I know. We're almost done. We're almost done. It's almost done. If somebody else would meet somebody in the parking lot, we could tell a new story, all right? We could do David. Did you meet anybody in the parking lot yet, right? I mean, but uh, um, because uh, she knew Jane's name, she came back the next week. And now we can't imagine life without Lois Johnson. There's just something about learning somebody's name. That's why I had you put your name tags on today. It's because you're going to come to communion today. You're going to come to this table today. And those who serve you communion are going to do their best to offer it to you by name. Because you are known by God. Today, God knows you at this table by name. When you wake up in the morning tomorrow, look in the mirror and know the truth of that scripture, that God knows you. And whatever you face in the day that comes ahead of you, you do not face it alone. Let's get in the habit of finding our name tags. And if you don't have one, we'll make you one. Some new ones are coming, and we're going to put them in a spot where they might be a little easier to get on the way into worship. But grab them, put them on. It's a discipline that says, my name is important, and I want you to know my name so that when somebody new comes in here, they can find somebody to connect with. And once again, when you come to this table today, and you hear your name called, know, know that God knows you. God knows you. And when it comes to the end of your days, you can leave this world in peace, knowing that the God who knew you while you were walking the earth is the God who will call you home by name. Virginia's with him today, Clyde. And she knows that truth better than all of us. May we bask in that mystery together as we come to this table today.